Everyman Podcast. Yeah. Big dog, Daryl Campbell. How are you, my brother? Bro, I'm with my bro. Mm. So I'm having some fun, man. Just having fun. Another week, another pod. Mm-hmm. Coming in, we can see 200. We can see 200 from our vantage point right Ooh. now. Double um, O. Blessed and highly favored as always. And always. I'll tell you what. I am fresh off of what I would like to refer to as the love fest of 2021, yeah. um, which is uh, was my bachelor party with my with my mm-hmm. with my boys, and um, you know we've talked about my crew on this pod quite a few times, and you're you're obviously you're in that crew. Sadly, you couldn't join. You've got this little thing called the NFL that uh, you know just keeps you working, and that'll um, do it to you, and that'll do it to you. And you've met and and you've hung with with these guys, oh, and yeah. you've also kind of brought some of your crew and people that you love into into my crew. And we've also had band of times. the hawk. That's right. And shout out to the bigger facts boys. And Word. you know when my buddy, my best friend, my brother Joe Spina said, "Hey man, what do you want to do for your bachelor party?" Now Joe's my 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 best man in the wedding, and he goes, "What do you, you want to do for the bachelor party?" And I said, "Listen, I want to get." All the boys together in a remote area where we can just hang out mm-hmm. for a weekend and be goofballs. That's all I want. That. Nothing too crazy. Simple. All my favorite things put together. The boys, fine meats, a little rowdy activity, and a good time. Yep. So we got 15 of Pennsylvania's finest sons mm-hmm. who have now you know, gone to spread out over the country, a couple of them, and um, got together for a little Airbnb bonanza. And we got this, like, wild-ass Airbnb that was beautiful, truly in the middle of nowhere. You roll up to it, and there's a sign on the front door. I'm going to text you this. It says, warning, private driveway, grounds patrolled by armed landowners. And I said... That is exquisite. And I said... Count me in. This is the kind of energy I'm looking for, you know? Get away. We're armed. Yeah. Sit. Sign me up. So, obviously, we know we're, we're in for it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's one of those, like, I don't know. Have you ever used Airbnb or any of those, like, VR? Oh, yeah, I have. I have. So, you know, they have, like, the, they have, like, the, the premium whatever, like, this person's a, uh, a premium host, you know, and like mm-hmm. well-reviewed. Mm-hmm. And this was one of those places where it's like picturesque and it's like perfect. And oh, yeah. it was almost yeah. like, man, we're going to, we're going to fuck this place up. Are we sure? You know? Right. And, yeah. um, we get there and it's exactly as advertised. Now, the reason we, we found like two or three that were potentials. And the reason we chose this one, um, was primarily the, it's a remote location, but the basement was like a Chuck E. Cheese for mm. adult men. You know, there was oh, a, yeah. there was like a theater room with stadium seats and really sweet lighting, beautiful TV, Sick. great surround Sick. sound, ping pong table, beanbag chairs, um, plenty of surface area, a nice big backyard and a up surface area, a lot yeah. of surface area. And I, I bring up the surface area because, you know, as a musician who traveled and played music, I have slept in some terrible places. Mm. And this crew is generally that crew, plus a few, we'll call them civilians, mm. that aren't, aren't quite used to, 
no, well, there's six feet of space. Just go ahead and sleep there, you know? Um, But at the same time, these are all seasoned veteran partiers. So we've all crashed in a strange place. Yeah, yeah. Plenty of space to crash. But the, the marquee was the basketball game. You know, like the oh, two, yeah, yeah, the two yeah. nets. Like an arcade. Yeah. yeah. And like, I, I've never, I've never been in a house that had one of those. Mm. Call me crazy. Um, I, now I'm going to actually, I'm looking into how much they are. And you know, if basketball as a sport was whittled down to shoot a, a smaller ball one-handed with a Miller Lite in your other hand from right. four feet away, I'd be Ray Allen. Sick. It, the only problem is the running. That's sick. The jumping, the passing, the dribbling, right. those are the only things I have a problem with. Not good at those things, but the buckets from four feet with a small buckets. ball, no yeah. problem. Ray Allen. Yeah. We get there Friday. We, we hit the shooting range in the morning. It was yep. like the hottest day in the summer, apparently, on, on Friday. It was like 100 degrees. And we, yeah, we it was like one-on-one, bro. It was, it was bad. crazy. It was, it was hot. crazy. Hot-blooded. Um. So we get up to the house. I get there. My boy Will, shout out to Will, aka the Bill, holding it down with Martin's bread. Yep. And he's he got he's like me in that he he gets really into new things all the time. And it's like every time I if I don't see him for six weeks, he's got three new hobbies that I need to catch up on. Wow, he's amazing. And he got this like wood burning pizza oven, like an outdoor pizza oven, like a friggin. Not like, you know, those big conventional ovens that you see in like a pizza shop, but like, you know, like a, like a Bertucci's type thing. It's not brick. Gotcha. It's, it's like metal. Yeah. He's there slinging pies. You know, he made like, I don't know, 50 pounds of pizza dough. So we're eating like a pie every eight minutes as they come out of the oven. Nice. As fast as this boy can make them, we're eating them. Yeah. Throwing Gabagool. them down. <laughs> throwing down the gabagool. We had a huge, we actually had a huge thing of capicola, a.k.a. gabagool. Yeah. And we were just eating it like like uh, savages. Um, nice. JT, who you know, my yeah. man, he wore a shirt for one outing, and that was it. The rest of the time, shirtless, cooking, drinking, having a great time, smiling his face just the whole American. time. It's just American. Absolutely. And these guys just blew me away with love and you know, togetherness. And I was, I was humbled. And, you know, I'm a, I'm the kind of guy who I, I'm a, I'm just Italian to quote our friend. And us Italians are, they say, I don't like to attribute any one characteristic to your cultural heritage. I think that's a little odd. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think everybody should just, be who they are regardless of what they look like or where they come from. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a crazy person with that. <laughs> Just be yourself. Man. Just be yourself. Who gives a shit where you come from? So. But they say, you know, Italians are very passionate, very emotional. And I, I will admit I'm a very emotional guy. And and there are, you know, this Daryl from some of the conversations you and I have had and, and you and I are both. That's one of the things we share. We, we have never have a shortage of being able to tell each other that we love each other and why we do and how much we appreciate each other. And yep. my whole crew of guys, they're not all um, as emotionally transparent 
as I am. Mm-hmm. And part of that for me is, you know, I I had some really challenging issues as a younger person and a young man with my health. And I got to a point where I was just so emotionally spent that it's like, I didn't care who sees me cry because I'm just crying all the time, you know? Yeah. And then you get better and things get better and you you still, you just, you lose that. It's like a ego death where you're just not worried about it because you're, you're, you're people know, you know, Mm -hmm. Sam, my fiance has seen me cry at WrestleMania. She's seen me cry at a Chris Farley documentary um, if I play my cards right, she'll see me cry at another WrestleMania. And it's, you know, she she knows who I am. You know who I am. Mm-hmm. And I was on, you know, humbled to the point where I was just on the verge of tears by the outpouring of love and appreciation that these guys showed for me. And one of the things that, that I said, I had a few list of demands, a couple things that I required. Uh, you know, Pedialyte, mm-hmm. cigars. Every now and then, I yeah. like to I like to have a cigar, like a real, like a real, a real stogie, like a G. And what it ends up being is I smoke it for about forty five seconds to two minutes, and then I throw it away. And it's just it's I get it in and I get it out. Yep. I wanted to wear my fanny pack. I wanted everybody oh, to have. You had, the, you had a fanny pack, oh, dude. Of course, I had my fanny pack. Oh. I have this sweet camo fanny pack that I'm I take with Sick. me everywhere now, and um. I wanted everybody to have, you know, one article of camo clothing. You know, those very simple things. But my one request that I was dead set on that I would not relent on was I wanted to have 10 minutes, which later became 8 minutes, which ultimately ran over to about 10 to 12 minutes with each person. I wanted to have 10 minutes with every one of the boys, one-on-one, in private, so I could thank them. For being a part of my life, being being there to celebrate this wedding coming up, um, and just kind of talk about how we know each other and what we've been through together, because all my all my close group of friends, we've the ones that are with me now are the ones that stuck by me through my trauma, and yep. a lot of people leave when those things happen. Daryl, you know, I'm sure you know. You know, Shit, from when no, you were in no. the NFL, may I, if yeah. I may, I, I would assume there were a lot of people you didn't know uh, who cared all of a sudden reaching out to you. And then as quickly as they came, they left. Absolutely. Um, and that's um, whether you have experienced success in business or music or sports or whatever, there's always going to be those people who kind of pop in and uh, are temporary. They're not that permanent fixture in your life that you think they are and the the true the true people who want to be with you will show themselves um and this is that crew of of men and some of them you know have like i said have, have gone on to move to different places and we have different relationships and um it was about two hours of all of us just one after another, everybody came in. I set a little timer on my G-Shock watch. And we just opened up to each other. I opened up. They opened up. And people, they, they, they didn't all know what to expect from this. And I was calling it eight minutes in heaven with uh, JV. You yeah. know, like the old seven minutes in heaven makeout session. Mm-hmm. So some were mm-hmm. worried that I was really just luring them in there to kiss them. Um, right. Which ultimately, I did kiss most of them on the cheek as a thank you. 
because again, I, what can I say? I'm just Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I talk with my hands. I kiss people. Yeah. God, what a great, what a great YouTube. Um, <laughs> and, you know, one by one, I got to share what these guys mean to me, to them, and hear a little bit back about how I fit into their life. And that is what blew me away this weekend is men in my experience and most of the men I know and and surround myself with are all are sometimes build a wall a little bit to, to share and how they feel about their friends. Yeah. And it doesn't, it may come out, you know, a drunken night over a foosball table. I love you, bro. I love you, bro. You know? Um, but when you look at what, what this group of friends and I have been through together with my issues. And then on top of that, what we've all been through in the last, you know, year and whatever now and whatever may come next. Um, having that opportunity to, to just be like, you know what? I'm up in the mountain. I'm literally at the top of Mount Pocono. I don't care what anybody says. I'm with my boys and I'm going to tell this guy that I love him and why I love him and what he means to me and how much I appreciate him. And every one of us, and I'd like to think, you know, I I would assume everyone walked out of that conversation feeling the love in a way that you don't always get. And, And this is, you know, we talk all the time, dude, about shining your light and being the personification of the kind of change you want to see in the world, just living your life that way. You don't have to be a quote unquote activist or get on your social media and bash people over the head with your ideology. Um, You can get a lot, you can catch a lot more bees with honey, you know? And this was an example of walking the walk that, that we walk all the time and talking the talk, you know, put, putting yeah. it out there, shining your light on somebody and saying, listen, man, I appreciate you. And I can't imagine my life without you. And there's nothing wrong, you know, for a man to say that to another man or, or, or just it, it, there's no cult. There's no social reason why we shouldn't be shining our light on each other like this, because you, you kind of run with your guys and you and you feel like nothing's ever going to change and everybody's always going to be there but sometimes things happen people move away or or whatever could occur and i know that i had an opportunity to share my piece with these awesome young men um and they shared theirs with me and and we'll never forget that as much fun as i had with the, the shooting range and the ping pong and the basketball court all that shit as much as that meant to me to be able to just have fun and you know what it's like when you get together with your boys you're laughing about the stupidest shit you know oh, yeah. you're, you're making up like it, it, it makes no sense to anyone like if any woman walks by at that point they're like what are you you guys just laughing at your right. farts and you're like yeah it was hilarious <laughs> did you hear that one you know and and that's what we did for a weekend and um i implore everyone to Give it a try. You know, you don't have to go the eight minutes in heaven route and corner all your friends 
into a dark theater room and sit them across from you and time it like I did. I'm a little eccentric. What can I say? Mm-hmm. But try picking up the phone this week. You know, maybe there's that one friend of yours that you guys used to be really tight. You ran together all the time and then they moved somewhere and you lost sight of them. Give them a call. Tell them how you feel, which inevitably opens up the door for them to tell you how they feel. Absolutely. And when you put your, you know, they, there's this expression, like you put it on the table, put, put your chips down. When you put your love on the table, your love, not just for your spouse or for your, what you, your hobbies, but the people you surround yourself with, when you put that love on the table and you center your relationship around, I love this guy because X, Y, Z, because he's always been there for me because he did this for me because I, I love his family, etc. Whatever things come up, disagreements, arguments, political differences, social differences, those all become a lot easier to deal with when your relationships are centered around love and respect. And it really made me think and, and appreciate, you know, what I have with not only, you know, with, with yourself and, and all these guys, but I have the benefit of, of like, I've figured something out for me, at least that if this is how I interact with people and I, I honor these ideals, I'm going to have healthy relationships and I'm going to have fun with these people. And it's always going to be based on this mutual love and respect. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I love that, you know, you had that moment with your bros, you know, a lot more men, men in, in specifically need to kind of, you know, embrace that, you know, cause you know, we're boys, we're men, we grow up and, you know, you got that hard feel to you, you know, you gotta be a man, you gotta have that pride. You can't show weakness, you know, that type of deal. It's, it's, it's a part of like every man's, I, I believe, upbringing and, not very much do you get told, hey, you know what? It's cool to show your emotions. It's cool to convey them to those that you, you know, you particularly hold dear, you know? Um, and for you to do something like that with you, with your bros, with your boys, the guys that's, you know, been with you, you know, when you, you know, lost your health and then you fought back and then you got healthy and they're still there with you. That's awesome. It, it kind of reminds me, those moments that you had with your boys, it, it reminds me of, um, Steve Sable here at uh, NFL Films, you know, one of his quotes, to me, it's like one of two of his, you know, for me, like favorite quotes. And he says, nothing lasts unless it's expressed in terms of the human spirit. So to me, it, what you did, what you shared with your bros is the epitome of that. That came from you, that came from the interior. And you also made mention of this other deal where you said, uh, you can catch more bees with honey, you know, and I've heard it expressed. You, you can, you can catch more bees with honey and you can move most hearts with honesty. So as long as you keep being who it is that you are and you're being honest and you're being thoughtful and you care, you know, from the interior, 
those bonds will never be broken. You'll always have bros like that and people will respect you for it and people will want to ride with you for that. And that's, you know, one of the reasons I love you, bro. Absolutely. And, and you're, you're a hundred percent right. You know, it's, you're making an impact that will stand the test of time because it's based on the purest reason for being, you know, and, and I I am of the opinion that, um, you know, we were, we were intelligently created to live a life of uh, experiences and emotions. And the reason we have this powerful bag of mush inside our skulls is to separate us from, you know, the creatures that can't express and can't share these emotions and, and some, you know, yeah, your dog loves you and there's things like that, but it's, there's a difference going on there than when you have human interaction and human compassion. And when people have been separated, um, you know, because of, uh, these uncircumcised times when people have been separate from their emotional resources and then you get them all back together and it was like everyone was glowing by the end of it because it, it and, and, and the reality is like I got maybe four hours of sleep all weekend, but I, yeah, yeah. I was peaceful and relaxed. Like a, a weight was lifted off my shoulders when I came home, I was fucking tired and I slept half the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, uh, that it filled up a part of me that it doesn't matter if I'm physically tired. You know, it's, it's like my, my love tank is full. Yeah, man. You know, and, yeah. and, and also reinforces, you know, what are we here? Why are we here again? We're here celebrating the fact that I'm lucky enough to have found the woman that I love, uh, you know, more than anything in the world. And, mm-hmm. and these men who support me, um, are happy about that. They're happy for, for me that I found my partner. They're happy for her that, that she's, that she found me, of course. Yeah, and then we're all doing yeah. this celebration together. And, you know, man, again, I'm a sap. I'm an emotional guy. I wouldn't have it any other way. And if for nothing else, when you're, when the people, and you don't have to go around crying to, you know, the guy that takes the tolls at the Burlington Bristol Bridge or anything, you know, um, the people that are, that matter most to you, if you just let them in and let them know where they stand and you're, in your book you'd be amazed at what you hear back and it's like you're taking a risk because you're like is this guy gonna think i'm insane or i'm <laughs> i'm high or you know like or whatever i and drink too much pedialyte did i drink too much pedialyte and you're and you're sharing this with them and it's a risk because you're putting yourself out there the same the same way when you go to ask a girl out that you like, or ladies, you go to ask a fella out, or or whatever that you like, you go to ask However out. It goes. However, However it, it may goes. go. And it's like there's this little butterfly. It's like, oh, do they like me back? And then you find mm-hmm. out, like, smack, of course. Not only do I like you, bitch, I love you. And you know right. what? I'm glad you shared it with me. And that coming back at you will, without a doubt, propel you forward in whatever you're doing after. Yep. You know, and I came out of this weekend humbled by love in a way that not 
not love from my parents, not love from my spouse, but from it's, it's, it's a different, it fits into a different plug, you know, yep. they're all, these are all wonderful things, you know, but as, as men, like I said, we don't always share that. So my challenge, you know, they got the, they got the water challenge, the ice bucket challenge. Right. I want to lay down the, the, I love you challenge. The and gauntlet. and I just, I want you to call, don't text. If you can FaceTime even better. Right. If you can go be with this person in, in person, get best. a coffee best, but I will settle for a phone call. The people in your favorites, look at your favorites, who you text a lot, who you call a lot, call those people, tell those people how you feel about them and why you feel the way that you do about them and how much those relationships mean to you and see what happens. If you don't get a tsunami of love and respect back that pushes you through the universe, I'll be shocked. Feel free to send me an email and we can talk about it. Yeah. But that's my, that's my challenge for everybody. The every man and the every woman as we wind down the summer of the every man too. Has been thrown. Is the I love you gauntlet. Yep. Challenge. I could see you doing well with this challenge, Daryl. Oh, man. And I'll start with you. I'll start with you, Daryl. Just I want to give everybody an example because we are face-to-face right here. Yeah, this is is the best. The number one thing that I appreciate most and love the most about you in, in our relationship and our friendship is how you always push me and challenge me to either think bigger or work harder or make myself better and hold myself to it. Not a lot of people as you get older in life and just from my experiences and and the things I've done, my whatever I've been able to accomplish, I've noticed not people don't always push back or, or, you know, and I'm, I'm a very strong willed person and I can be very persuasive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and you match me and you match that and you say, no man, I think we can do it even better if we did it like this. And like, that's, that's not even, that's not even touching on how you always have my back when I need the juice. You know, when I'm, when I'm crying in a parking lot in Rhode Island and I'm stressed out about some emotional shit from my childhood and I call you and you pick up and you give me the juice and you, and you talk to me for 45 minutes and get me back on my feet. All that. That's, that's, which, I mean, we could go a whole other podcast about the reasons why I love you, Daryl, but oh, yeah. the, the, the best thing, man, is how you push me and you motivate me. And I wouldn't, this podcast wouldn't be, what it is and, and the, the message that we get out to, to our every man and the every woman in the cosmic canoe with us wouldn't be what it is without you. And, and just my life wouldn't be what it is without you, brother. I love you. Wow. I love you too. I love you too. I think, um, I, like I can't, I can't quantify a best thing cause there's so many, it's, it's, it's innumerable. I couldn't, I can't do that for you, brother Jay, but it's, it is, it is hard. But the one thing that, you know, I'm thankful for and I'm blessed you know, to say that, that I'm blessed for is to say that, you know, you're my friend, you know what I'm saying? And that means the world to me. And it's, it's funny because my coworkers and I were talking about this today when we had the new England Patriots coming through the the hallways and 
you know, when you're done playing football, when you're done trying to do whatever it is that you feel like God has put you on this earth to do, and you have to go and do that next thing, and you're uncertain, right? Whatever that next next thing is, nine times out of ten, there's going to creep in your mind a little feeling of, man, I wish I was on a certain squad, or I was with the group, or my person, or my people, or a group of patrons that really understand me, really know me, that we can go ride or die with it. I feel wholeheartedly that the cosmic canoe, that God, that the universe has echoed back that, hey, Brother Jay is that person for you. And to me, you know, this pod, don't get me wrong, man. I love everybody in the cosmic canoe, and I'm so glad we put this thing together. We got so people got oars everywhere rolling down this cosmic stream with us. You know what I mean? But I would not want to do this with any other person in the fucking cosmos. Amen. Than you brother Jay. Amen. That's, that's just hands down period. And that's in life. I R L in real life period, you know, and that's how I feel. <laughs> See what I mean? You put yourself, I'm now I'm overwhelmed with the, you know, that's what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen. That is that is what this is all about. And yeah, we have awesome conversations with the world's greatest musicians and athletes and entertainers. And yeah, sometimes it blows my mind that we're talking to the people that we're talking to. But it, it, it all comes it back to <laughs> why we're doing this and why Daryl and I are together. And, you know, what this podcast is all about. And as you, you know, as you swim through this cosmic stream and you grab that paddle and you get on board with us, you know, and you're picking up some of this juice along the way, keep putting it out there. The more you put out there, it'll come back to you ten tenfold. The love you make is equal to the love you take or something like that. You know, um, whoever said that first, but you get it. And, um, you know, as we wind down here, you know, I want to give a brief, I'm going to, I'm going to run down the list, a, a quick shout out to the boys. Um, for putting together such a fantastic weekend for me and um, for all of us together. And it's something I know I'm never going to forget. And we all came away from it like, man, we're going to have to do this every summer. Like, we're just going to have to get a house somewhere. Like, because we're Word. now we're just, it's like, this is this is, this is the beginning. So, uh, Will, Pell, Steli, Dip, Josito, Joe Spina, Mike Serio, <laughs> Momo, Shawnee, my boy, the big dog, Big Jim, Michael Beatty. Pat Marazzo, JT, my boy, and my future, my soon-to-be brother-in-law, Ennis. Um, you guys are the best. Thank you for, for being there for me. Thank you for loving me, and thank you for loving my family that I'm putting together and uh, that we are putting together and will be adding to in the future. And it's just uh, – it's all love, man. It's all love. Yeah. And, and you, may, you may be familiar with the – Wawa Hoagie Fest, but damn it, this is the Everyman Love Fest. Yeah, man. We'll catch you next week, everybody. Mm.